All right. Hey. Hey, guys. Welcome. It's After the Gig. Um, I feel like I say this all the time, but it's been a little bit. Uh, I'm a little bit sick. <coughs> My mother-in-law uh, just went back to Ireland after spending a couple months with us. And the big news is that uh, Chemical... My single is out in the world. I apologize if I sound like a talking nose because I'm a bit under the weather. But Chemical coming out over this past month came out December 13th and the response has been ridiculous. Um, I thought maybe 50, you know, it would get streams from... The Carbon Leaf listeners, uh, the, the After the Gig fans, the Patreon uh, patrons on Patreon, thank you very much, uh, all these wonderful supporters. And um, I did not ever think that it would get just under 12. I mean, the month isn't over, but we are rapidly approaching 12,000 streams on Spotify. I don't even know. that. That's not even counting... Apple Music does not counting um, other things as well. I haven't seen any of those those uh, those metrics or anything. But all I can really see is what's going on with Spotify, and it's uh, pretty freaking cool. I'm trying to bring it up here on my computer. <clears throat> so let's see, Spotify for artists, artist. Dot Spotify. Let's see. The problem with having so many, like, doing so many things is that I have so many different Chrome profiles. So I forget which one. Is it after the gig? Is it my... I have a different email that I only use for gigs and for carbon lease stuff um, and for, like, you know, finding work. Anytime I'm playing a gig or trying to get a gig i give them the, uh, one particular email and then i have like my email for all you know if you go to a store and buy something and you have to sign up for whatever to get five percent off i give them that email i'm sure you're all the same um but right now dude this is crazy um a lot of listeners it's fallen off a bit <clears throat> so around december let's see Released it on the 13th. It was normal. Like I had a, f- a few hundred streams or something. And it was to- like I, w- I would have been happy if 50 people listened to it. And, uh, you know, my first single, I wasn't expecting a lot. I just wanted to get something out in the world. I wanted to, you know, I really held myself to get something out there this year and not or the previous year. Um 2023 and happy new year now that i'm thinking of it happy new year it's 2024 but i had a post not that long ago like a few months back or, or maybe mid it was like warm out and we were living in jamestown at the time where i said hey i'm gonna really focus on releasing some new music and you know at the time i said it was going to be either three to five song ep but i just didn't have the tunes and we found the house and I didn't have a ton of time to uh, put into recording and all that. And it's different because I recorded in a different place. I recorded in Jamestown. I had a setup and then the move and the excitement of all that definitely put things, 
in a different schedule. Oh my God, the wind just picked up here. It's crazy. Um, but I was, I did it. I, I, it wasn't three to five songs. I have songs written, but I got something out there in the world, which was the thing that was important to me. Um, and what held me back so much was just kind of fear of what people would think of it. You know, I'm surrounded by a lot of really great songwriters and like anybody, I care. I don't want to release something and just have, you know, people that I've known from my childhood be like, oh, he's still doing that. I wanted it to actually mean something, be good. So I was happy with that one. And that song just kind of came out and it was, it was kind of an easy song to write um, because of a lot of, you know, we were going through the home buying process and it's just like oh my god like even somebody that does well or or whatever can like how how why is it so hard to find something like why can't is it so hard to like work so much and work so hard and only get to a certain point and not be able to get above that without some ridiculous luck or something falling into the lap or whatever it is but um you know, and that's kind of a little bit of a basis of what that tune was about. And then also, you know, you have the the opioid pan or opioid epidemic and <clears throat> you have people that work a lot and then get frustrated and, and have to reach to something else to to make them happy, whether it be you know, whether it be drugs or alcohol or um, you know, it's kind of the everyday man, like how, how, even if you work hard, you can, you can still fall into the trap of trying to like escape, you know what I mean? Which I think is another reason why it's been, it's been listened to so much is it's been relatable, but I didn't finish. So on the 21st or the 22nd, I was sitting here. At my, I'm at my kitchen table, my dining room table here, and I was sitting here, <clears throat> and I didn't, you know, I was just on my phone, just checking to see, you know, in the Spotify artist thing to see if anybody had listened to it, and I was like, uh, this got like 1,200 or 1,300 streams today. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So it got added to this like pop playlist. And it got added to the release radar playlist and alongside a bunch of other tunes. So alongside of other really great artists and things like that. So it kind of skyrocketed and, and got, you know, it was getting hundreds and hundreds of, of streams a day, which is really, really cool. And I didn't think it would ever happen. And even now looking at it, I'm like, wow, that was random how that kind of happened, but I'm happy that people listened to it and saved it and added it to their playlist. And I hope people continue to do that. Um, but right now I'm sitting just under 12,000 streams in, uh, in just, in just under, <clears throat> in just under a month here. And I, I'm, I'm at like 500 or 5,599 listeners, 
So that's how many different people have listened to it and however many countries. Um, but it's crazy, man. It's crazy how you could just, you know, put something out there and then it goes to show you, I didn't realize how crazy important all of these playlists were. I just thought it was like a popularity thing, but you can get on a random playlist and then it gets listened to, you know, you forget how big this country and this world is. It's just people just listen to it. And that's, I mean, these are small numbers compared to many other people. Um, but for me, this was a massive, huge success and just got me really thinking about doing more and, and writing more. So today, <clears throat> since I'm under the weather, I didn't really go anywhere. I've just been kind of folding laundry and doing things like that all day. Um, but it got me thinking, I just really need to get do more, put more stuff out there in the world. And, and I'm working on a couple more tunes. Um, the great Ty Bailey is, uh, is going to be working on a brand new one that I have this week that is less formed. Um, it's less... The, the chorus and the bridge came along very quickly. And I, you know, it's hard to talk about these things because they're so, um, it's so random just how it happens. And sometimes it comes easy. Sometimes it's hard. Uh, sometimes you really have to work over and over again. Like I, I can only work for so long on a tune. And if I get to a certain place, like I have to finish what I'm doing and then I'll go back to it and be like, oh my God that is rough let's change that or for me the big factor is lyrics so if i'm writing lyrics and then usually it'll be like oh yeah that's a great idea and then you'll listen to it and you're like oh that sounds like hot garbage and then you go back and you try to figure out what you're trying to say and you edit and then you write it again and then you edit and then you write it again try to get to the point where you can sing it and then listen to you singing it and does for me it's like all right i'm saying something it means something to me that means it'll probably mean something to somebody else maybe who knows but also who cares and it's not like the last thing you'll ever write or whatever maybe i don't know or or but like it's not that big of a deal just write it get it to a point or i try to get it to a point where it's listenable where when I'm listening to something, it doesn't feel like anything's sticking out or poking out or sounds weird to me. I'm not trying to make any kind of weird, like I'm trying to say something, have good lyrics, have it singable and have it, you know, it's got to make sense and it can't, nothing can like jut out or like stick out as weird. You know, the mix of the music has to make sense. Like right now, I'm struggling a little bit with the mix to my cover of the song Strangers because there's so now I, I added drums, I had bass, I had all this cool stuff. Eric Hall from Red Wanting Blue put an amazing, like super cool guitar thing on it. And Ty has a great organ solo and tons of great piano stuff. And now I'm having the struggle of trying to take things out of it without being like, Oh, I miss that. So you kind of like, you know, it's hard to balance those things out, but you have to eventually just get down to like the song. What is making the song, the song, what is 
kind of getting the point across and what's just kind of extra what is just there because now maybe i think it was a cool thing but then it's just not like suiting the song and like what kind of vocal things need to happen to carry to carry us from place to place work when it, with the mix and all that stuff so in doing these things the mix has and the recording of it since i'm doing it myself has all become really important so i try to add in whatever ideas i have but then you have the struggle of like oh man there's too much here or there's only so much stuff i can pan out of the way and lower down and only so many layers that i'm like is it just is, am i just putting this in there just to put it in there or like or is it really serving any kind of purpose so you have to really get to the point where you're like all right what is this song what's making the song and if you're adding all those things in because you think it needs it and nothing's really working maybe this song just isn't that great um so then you move on to the next thing which is uh which is what i'm kind of doing with that cover is i'm going to kind of take a back seat or i'm i'm going to stop listening to it and working on it for a little bit maybe like a few days and then come back to it with really fresh ears and try to uh try to pick and choose a little better of what what to use along with it but tell me what you think of chemical send me an email after the gig pod at gmail.com um i'm gonna go into a little bit more in depth behind the scenes of that song and really break it down uh, because like I said that song was pretty easy for me to write it came along really quick and when I was recording things it was like oh it needs this thing or I came up I was really conscious of like the motifs and like the little musical elements and where they needed to be I was very conscious of it and I only did those things that I thought of I never said like well you know what else does this thing need or where do I what do I need to do next it was just like, no, that's cool. That works. Let's go with it. And then eventually the mixing and mastering and all that stuff, you, you try to get it to a point where nothing is peeking out. Nothing sounds weird. Is this cohesive? Does this all make sense? Is the volume good? Does the, vo the vocal was a tough thing because I had it tucked a little deep in there. And, uh, and I had a talk with, with Taylor, the mastering engineer. I'm like, hey, what do you think about where this vocal's sitting? Because a couple people were said that it should be a little louder. Uh, Pat McGee was one of them. Barry was another one. <clears throat> Barry, who, like me, likes to have his vocal tucked into the mix a little bit. Um, and Pat brought up an interesting point. He's like, you're going to listen to it, and you're going to be like, man, I wish I could hear my voice more. I wish I could hear the words more. And that really kind of rang true. I was like, am I tucking it back because I'm being timid? Or is it really to serve the song? So I ended up bumping it up uh, a little bit. And I'm, and I'm happy that I did. Because when they remastered it, bumping that up, they were able to add compression that still made it feel in the mix and all that stuff. But you could hear it. There was a little more clarity. Terry had a great... I've been asking all these people that I, I've been friends with for a while now that I respect 
greatly in the music industry. Uh, people like Stephen Kellogg and Pat McGee, you know, Barry, Terry, like all my friends, all, like all these great people that have done so much, that have released so much music that I have so much respect for, um, had all been played a huge role in helping me gain the confidence of, uh, of, Mixing it, mixing it, being able to get it out there to the world. Dean Anschutz was like, I, he, he was one of the first people I sent the tune to back when it was like a different tune, pretty much. And it sounded terrible. I listened to the version that I sent him such a long time ago. It's like, I can't believe I sent that to anybody. So he was great and he was really supportive. And, you know, he's like, you got to add a bunch of cool percussion stuff and and uh, i ended up adding some things and his shaker that he gave me which is in an art old school rc cola can with popcorn in it is the shaker on chemical and um and i'll talk about that and a lot more things uh on patreon and if you want to support on patreon it's patreon.com slash after the gig um you know it's it's tough to record uh, to record music. And of course, you know, you get out there. You, I'm so happy that, um, so many people have listened to it and it's got me to get the itch to do a lot more. And the support of the people on Patreon helps me to be able to do these things, um, to have a podcast that I can record and, and, um, to be able to record music. And that's, expensive and all that stuff. So, um, it's definitely a way to support, to support everything that's going on here. I'm a new home in Cranston, Rhode Island here. So, um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to chemical. I appreciate it so much. This is going to be super, super short and sweet. I need to go pick up Ethan at daycare right now. So I'm going to go do that. And I will post this later on today, but this is a pretty short one. We got only like 20 minutes or something like that. But sometimes that's cool. You're in the car. You only want to listen to a little bit of a thing. Like right now in the car, I've just been like, I don't really know what I want to listen to. Um, Ethan just wants to listen to Christmas music all day, every single day. And um, I love the classics. Like I'm a Bing Crosby fan. Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, all of them. Peggy Lee, let's go. Like, it's great stuff. And I am, like, I'll start listening to the classics. I have Christmas classics on my Spotify from, like, you know, just after Thanksgiving. And we just t- took down all the all the Christmas decorations, all the lights inside and all that stuff. And I still have the, a bear tree just sitting in here and and outside here after all the rain yesterday there's literally a lake in my backyard it's like the backyard drops off there's a lake um when it's usually like a just a dry ravine <clears throat> so the water from the rain has been really really crazy but um i need to get the the tree out of here and it's probably going to live in that ravine back there i don't know don't tell anybody but uh, yeah, you guys are the best. I love you so much. Again, you can email afterthegigpod at gmail.com. Um, you guys, please go listen to Chemical. Uh, I, I, I'm truly blown away. I mean, just under 12,000 
like the fact that people listened to some shit that I wrote and recorded in a dining room in uh, Jamestown, Rhode Island. You know, they listened to it 12,000 times is in, in a month, in a month. I thought that'd be total forever, but um, I'm extremely proud of it and I'm happy that it's out there and I'm happy that people are enjoying it. Cause obviously, I mean, people don't listen to something 12,000 times, you know, just out of happenstance. You know, that is like 12,000 start to finish completed listens. Pretty, pretty, um, I'm pretty beside myself about it. Um, so yeah, Genevieve and I, since, uh, since Jean, old Jeannie, my mother-in-law left yesterday. We've been talking about doing some, uh, live podcasts again. Those are usually via video via patreon so uh i would love it if you join me there and if you're new to the show welcome love you and uh yeah enjoy the music obviously it's going to be chemical at the end of the show here and i don't know what the what the the pre-show song is going to be it's probably going to be something uh uh something awesome something super sweet and awesome but love you all And I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Disappointed in the way that I've been thinking. Disappointed and I can't find a way out. I'm just out. I'm just out here working it out. I'm making do with what I'm given. I'm making it up as I go. I'm just out here watching what I'm saying I'm just out here doing what I'm told Things unfold 
wake up every day looking in the mirror And every day I'm tired of getting What we need is all we have